If you are registered for VAT, you still have to submit a return. So you'll be required just to submit a return with zeros in all the boxes, but you are still required to do one. I am Annette Ferguson. I am a chartered accountant, certified profit first professional, and I run Annette & Co, a UK-based accounting firm. So what is VAT? VAT is value added tax. It is a consumption tax that is collected by businesses on behalf of HMRC. That's right, VAT registered businesses are basically acting as tax collectors when it comes to VAT. So VAT is charged on goods and services that individuals and businesses buy and businesses are the tax collectors who then pay over that VAT to HMRC. But there are different rates of VAT for different types of goods and services. That means for VAT registered businesses, there's a bit of work to be done to work out exactly how much VAT they have to pay over to HMRC. Put very simply, how VAT works is that you charge your customers VAT and you pay VAT on the goods and services that your business consumes and the difference between the two is paid over to HMRC if it is a positive number and if it's a negative number you get a refund from HMRC of VAT. Now you only charge VAT and you only act as a VAT tax collector if your business is VAT registered. So when do you have to register for VAT? You're required to register for VAT when your taxable turnover in the previous 12 months reaches the VAT threshold. Now, as I am recording this in January 2022, the current VAT threshold is £85,000. It's important to note that I didn't say your annual turnover. It's not the turnover that is declared annually in your annual accounts. You are required to look at your revenue on a monthly basis and look at the previous 12 months. So it's always a rolling 12 month period. So if you're close to the VAT threshold, you're going to be having to check this on a monthly basis to see if you hit that VAT threshold number. As and when you do hit that VAT threshold number, there is a requirement for you to register with HMRC for VAT. This can be done online and I will put a link in the description about how you can register for VAT online and put the link to HMRC for that. So once you register for VAT and once you're VAT registered, that is when there then becomes a requirement for you to charge VAT on the goods and services that your business provides. Now, some businesses also choose to what is called voluntarily register for VAT. That means registering for VAT before the revenue of the business hits that VAT threshold number. In some circumstances, it can make financial sense for a business to do that, or businesses can opt to do that as well so that they may appear bigger to people than they actually are. So you report your VAT, your VAT on sales and your VAT on purchases to HMRC 
in specific VAT returns every three months. And on those returns, if the amount of VAT you have collected on your sales is greater than the amount of VAT you have paid out on your purchases, then you are required to pay over that balance to HMRC. However, if the amount of VAT you have collected on your sales is less than the amount of VAT you have been charged on your purchases, then you will receive a refund of VAT from HMRC. So when is VAT charged? Well, there are different levels of VAT rates. There's also things that are exempt from VAT and also things that are called out of scope of VAT. So the things that you will not charge VAT on are things that are called exempt goods and services. If your business only trades in exempt goods and services, you don't actually need to register for VAT. There is a full list of these exempt goods and services on the HMRC website, which again, I will link to in the description to this video. But some examples of exempt services include health and hospice care and public postal services. There are also items described as outside the scope. That means they're outside of consideration for VAT at all. Examples of these include things like charity donations and sales from hobbies. But typically in the UK, there are three VAT rates. The three VAT rates are called the standard rate, reduced rate, and zero rated. All transactions that fall into one of these three categories are required to be reported when you submit your VAT return. The standard rate is what is applied to the vast majority of goods and services. And as at January 2022, the standard VAT rate is 20%. The reduced rate of VAT is currently 5%. This applies to things such as domestic power, sanitary products, and children's car seats. Now the zero rate of VAT is where it gets a little bit odd because Technically, you charge VAT, but you charge VAT at 0%. So it's a little bit funky. But some examples of zero-rated items are children's clothes and shoes, newspapers and books, motorcycle, helmets, along with other things. So what I've described here so far is the standard method of accounting for VAT. There are also various other VAT schemes that businesses can register for, which alters how you calculate VAT or how you report VAT. Regardless of what VAT scheme you might choose for your business, or if you choose to go down the traditional regular VAT system, you do need to make sure that you keep records for VAT purposes. You need to make sure that you are charging the correct amount of VAT, that you keep track of the VAT amount charged, whether your pricing includes or excludes VAT. You need to record the correct VAT information on your invoices. You need to list all VAT transactions in your VAT account, and you need to show everything on your VAT returns. 
Now, the thing is that not all your business spending can go on your VAT return. Not all of it can be deemed to be a reduction in the amount of VAT that you need to pay over to HMRC. So some examples of goods and services that cannot be included on your VAT return that you cannot claim VAT relief for. Well, first of of all, of course, VAT exempt purchases. Also, anything you spend on business entertainment, like taking clients out to lunch, you cannot claim the VAT on that. Items or services bought from an EU country, anything you receive as part of a going concern transfer, and any items you buy within a VAT second-hand margin scheme. But the good news is that Pretty much outside of those things, you can reclaim VAT on the purchases that your business makes, as long as those purchases are for business use. And some extra good news is that in certain situations, you can claim VAT on things that have been purchased prior to you being VAT registered. There is various criteria for this, including that the business must be continuing to do the same thing and whatever your purchase was, it must still be in use at the time of VAT registration. So it's worth digging deeper into the rules and the criteria around that if you're in this position, but it's something to bear in mind as you might be able to claim back more VAT in your initial VAT return than you had originally thought. So when you register for VAT, HMRC will allocate you your VAT quarter. It will be shown on your VAT certificate. If you have lost your VAT certificate or don't know where to find it, you can usually log in to your government gateway account into your VAT account there and you can see a copy of that VAT certificate which will list your quarters that you have been allocated from HMRC. Now, what happens is that you are allocated the quarters and that designates the time period over which you have to prepare your VAT information. So let's say that you were allocated a quarter ended March. That means that your return is January, February, and March up to the end of March. Now, VAT returns are required to be submitted one month and seven days after the end of the quarter. So in the case for that March quarter end, you would have until the 7th of May to submit and pay your VAT over to HMRC. Note, you have to do both so you are not considered as in breach of the submission. The submission needs to be the online submission of the return as well as the payment of the VAT. So every three months you're required to make these submissions to HMRC. They are required to be done electronically and as part of the submission you essentially declare your total sales, your total purchases, the total VAT you have charged your customers or clients, the total VAT you've paid on your purchases and how much VAT you owe HMRC or how much they owe you. Even if you are in a position where you have made no sales and no purchases during the last quarter, if you are registered for VAT, you still have to submit a return. So you'll be required just to submit a return with zeros in all the boxes, but you are still required to do one. 
So you've prepared your return. You have the information. You've submitted that to HMRC. How do you actually pay them the money over? Well, there are a number of payment options for VAT. You can do same or next day online or telephone banking through faster payments. You can do a CHAPS transfer, which will take, of course, three working days. You can do a direct debit or BACS. You can also do standing order if you are using the annual accounting scheme or making payments on account. You can pay online by debit or corporate credit card. You can pay at your bank or building system. Society. Note that if the deadline falls on a weekend or a bank holiday, your payment must arrive into HMRC's bank account cleared on the last working day before it is due. So you need to make sure that you give yourself enough time for the payment to be cleared to not be deemed to be late. In the description to this video as well, I'm also going to include the links to where you can find the bank information to make transfers to HMRC. Of course, the fastest and easiest way is probably to get a direct debit set up so that you don't need to keep remembering to make the payments every quarter, but they automatically will happen once you've made the submission. When you have a direct debit set up, you don't actually need to worry about the payment date because HMRC will take that payment out in time for them to have the funds when they require by the deadline. You also actually usually buy yourself a couple more days of it leave from leaving your account when you have a direct debit set up. To set up a direct debit with HMRC, you can log in using your government gateway to your VAT account. If you are going to set up a direct debit, make sure you do so at least three working days prior to submitting your online VAT return. That way we know that the banking system has properly processed it and it will be in place for that submission. If you file your return late and you have a direct debit in place, then your payment will be taken three days after you file your return. Now, if you are due a VAT refund, it's important to note that the direct debit details you have set up for a VAT payment will not be used to pay out a VAT refund. If you are due a VAT refund, you'll need to log in to your VAT account via your government gateway login, and you'll need to update your details, your bank account in your registration details in your VAT online account. And that will trigger a payment into your bank account for the VAT refund. Otherwise, HMRC will send you out a check in the post for your VAT refund. So what happens if either your return is late or your payment is late? Well, then you are deemed to be what is called in default for VAT. And when you enter the default system, you can start racking up interest and penalties. So how it works is that there is what is called a surcharge period. And you might enter a, sur a surcharge period if you default. And if you default again within a 12-month period, that is when you start triggering penalties on your account. The amount of penalties that you are charged 
the surcharge is a percentage of the VAT outstanding on the due date for the period that is in default. So the surcharge rates increase every time you default again within that surcharge period. So within that 12 month period, they will go up and up. So for example, a second late default in a 12 month period, if your annual revenue is under £150,000 is that there is no surcharge. But if your revenue is over that, you will be surcharged. If you are late three times with less than £150,000 revenue, you will have a 2% surcharge on the VAT due. So in the description, I will also link to the surcharge table so that you can see what the surcharge rates are for different levels of revenue and for the numbers of defaults. There are also penalties for if your return is incorrect, if your tax has been understated or overclaimed, and if you send a return that contains careless, deliberate, or inaccurate errors, you can be fined up to 100% of tax due. If you don't send in your VAT return at all and you make no payments, HMRC will send you what is called a VAT assessment. This is basically their best guess at how much VAT they think that you have to pay. So what you need to do in this situation is you need to send a VAT return in and any payment due immediately, ASAP, as soon as you possibly can. If the assessed amount of VAT is too low, you need to tell HMRC within 30 days. You do this by sending in a correct VAT return and VAT payment or by contacting them. You might be charged a penalty if you fail to do that. If the assessment is too high, you cannot appeal it. You must send in a correct VAT return and VAT payment. If you're late with VAT payments, you also will have interest charged on your VAT late payments as well. So that is how to pay VAT. If you are struggling with accounting for your business, I'd love to help. Reach out to me at yt at annetteandco.co.uk. That's yt at annetteandco.co.uk. And let me know how I can help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.